0: location. I know it sounds dumb too, but you are, you're coming up with these thoughts and we're thinking of them as like random connections that you're making in your brain, which might be, it might be that. But it also might be that ideas are like a life form from another dimension that's trying to manifest itself in our current realm. And they do so through getting into people's heads. And the more you call for them, the more they're there for you. System overload. Scanning. Self-destruct sequence activated. Stabilizing. Light activation. Please. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. You are now tuned in to the hottest podcast across the land. The hottest podcast across the globe. And yes, motherfuckers, definitely the hottest podcast on CastBox Live. You already know. If you don't know, you better ask somebody. This is, this is, this is Mixture of Variety. I'm your host, Zero. Give it up one time. Give it up one time. Yes, indeed. Thank you, studio audience. Thank you, studio audience. Yes, indeed! What's going on? What's happening? What's cracking? What's popping, everybody? What's going down? Ishan, Shogun, in the building already, in the chat room. We are live, CastBox, CastBox Live, that's where it's at. We were on Podbean for the last seven months, but we are officially back at CastBox Live. And of course, you can catch all our shows, all of our uploaded shows, on Anchor. We definitely recommend Anchor first, but we are everywhere. Spotify, Amazon, Apple, Apple. Etc., etc. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. What is going on? What's cracking? What's popping, everybody? Like I said, what's going down? What is the vibes like? What is the vibes like on this hump day? This beautiful hump day. Thanksgiving Eve, if you will. Thanksgiving Eve. It is November 25th, 2020. And I usually do forget the date, so I'm happy and proud of myself that I did say the date tonight. You know. Sometimes I wait till later in the show. I kind of forget. You know, after 150 episodes, you kind of, like, forget sometimes. I probably forgot half of those times, I would say. I did not say the date. But I did say the day. It is Wednesday. It is hump day. Hopefully, you guys are getting your hump on. I know I will be. I like to do the show naked when possible. Especially on hump days. And especially on our sex show. Which is Fridays, but I'll get right into that in a minute. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is mixture of Variety, where we put the odd in podcast. Get it? We put the odd in podcast. Yes, we are pretty fucking clever. We are pretty fucking clever. When I say we, it is me and my beautiful co-host, Nikki P. I didn't expect that to rhyme. But she is with me two to three times out of the week. And does a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff as well. Tonight, it'll just be me. Unless she randomly calls in. Who knows? Sometimes she does that. But I'm pretty sure it's just going to be me tonight. And we're just going to keep it rolling because I got a beautiful show for you guys. Like always, I actually wasn't even going to plan on going live tonight. But now I'm going live tonight because I might not be going live tomorrow. But if I do, I'm going to try to still go live tomorrow, even though it's Thanksgiving, because I want to do a gratitude show all about being, you know, grateful for what we have in life. I definitely do want to still do that show. Um, it just might not be 9 o'clock. It might be a little bit later on the East Coast, uh, like 10 p.m., possibly. Possibly. So that's the heads up right there. But, yes, this is a mixture of variety. And, listen, if this is your 100th time listening, like if you already know the deal on Podbean, if you've already been following us on IG, whatever it is, if this is your 100th time listening or if it's your first time listening, ladies and gentlemen, if it is your first time listening, Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome either way. We do truly like popping cherries on the show. So if it is your first time, welcome to the madness, the organized circus, if you will. So basically how we break it down on the show is, first of all, make sure Friday goes live on CastBox now. I almost said Podbean. On CastBox, we go live Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern. And yes, we have to say Eastern because we are global. We have people listening from everywhere. And basically what we do is we do the intro. We let you guys know what's going down. We check in with you guys. We see what's good. Talk a little bit about current events, whatever. Second segment is many holidays. And then the third and final segment is the meat and potatoes of the show, which is what we're talking about tonight, uh, the main topic of what we're talking about, and which is tonight 18 interesting things you didn't know about Mike Tyson, and there is a reason why I am doing that tonight. There's always a method to my madness, always. So, why am I doing that, you ask? Well, some of you guys might know already because you're Mike Tyson fans. In three days, ladies and gentlemen, three days, which is Saturday evening, Mike Tyson will be returning to the ring. That's right, you heard me correctly. Mike Tyson, ladies and gentlemen, will be returning to boxing. Exactly. Exactly. I feel the same way, studio audience. It's fucking a miracle. It's such a long time coming. I never thought I'd see the day, and here we are. You never fucking know what's going to happen in life, and here we are. So we'll talk more about that in a minute, but that's one of the reasons why I'm doing the show tonight about Mike Tyson, because tomorrow will be the Gratitude show and then friday we have our sex show black friday edition with nikki p of course saturday we don't go live sunday we don't go live so i wanted to talk about it tonight and just talk about some interesting facts about mike tyson the greatest boxer who ever lived in my opinion in my opinion my favorite boxer and the only boxer that i even cared for or gave two shits about So I already mentioned we are, the uploaded shows are everywhere. Amazon, Apple, Spotify, just search for us. We definitely recommend that you check us out on Anchor. That's like the new platform for us. Anchor is where it's at to listen to our uploaded shows and to spread the word. Anchor, Anchor, Anchor. Anchor Anchor.fm or just get Anchor in the Google Play Store or the Apple Play Store. Simple as that. Now, if you like what you hear or you heard us before and you are spreading the word, because I know some of you guys are spreading the word and, you know, the word is obviously getting out there. And I definitely, I mean, you, we appreciate that so much and we love you guys to death for listening and spreading the word. You know what I'm saying? Everybody and their mom has a podcast these days, so we have to do something to stand out. So that's basically what we've been trying to do for the majority of 2020, you know, and we can't do that without you guys. So I definitely appreciate that. We definitely love you guys now. The best way that we recommend to spread the word, and also the easiest way. Listen, we're making it easier for you guys as well. The easiest way and the best way is to follow us on IG. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Instagram, the name of the show, ladies and gentlemen, at Mixture of Variety. That is at Mixture of Variety. Very simple. That way you can spread it to your friends, spread it to your family. That way, on social media, it's a lot easier and quicker to spread the word. And obviously, that's what we've been we've been trying to do as well, um, since what I would say March or April or so. We have about forty three hundred followers on Instagram. So you know, we're trying to do we're trying to build up a fan base, but we need those followers to listen and spread the word. So join the madness on IG. I guarantee you'll see the craziest, sickest banners that you ever see in your life. I'm not even playing around. We got temporary banned twice, and we got. We have our pictures taken down all the time because sometimes there's just too much and they give us warnings all the time. And it is what it is. So while we have IG available and it's up and running, I definitely recommend that you follow us. Al Parto in the building. What up, what up? So that's IG at mixture of variety. And also another great thing about following us on IG is that you'll know what we're talking about hours before the show. See, I definitely recommend and want you guys to follow us on CastBox, of course. You'll know when we go live. You'll know instantly when we go live and when the show is starting. However, if you follow us on IG, you will see a banner. Like I said, one of the craziest banners you'll see on IG. And on that banner, every single day that we go live, you will see the topic, what we were talking about that night. Hours before the show. Hours before the show. So you guys will know what time it is. Also, I must say, like I said, 2020 was cool, you know, as far as like building up a foundation and learning what to do with this podcast and building up some fans and followers and whatnot. But in 2021, we are definitely taking it to a whole new level. Yes, we will still have our audio podcast. Don't worry about that. That will still be on CastBox. That'll still be on all platforms. However, on Friday, Friday, ladies and gentlemen, we will be starting our YouTube live video podcast. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Absolutely incredible news. And we've been promoting the shit out of it. And we're going to continue to promote the shit out of it because January 8th. Brilliant. January 8th is the day starting January 8th, Friday at 9 p.m. on YouTube. And we're going to take this shit to a whole new level. And hopefully you guys will follow us and join in on the fun. Because that's going to be a blast. All right. That's all out of the way. So basically, ladies and gentlemen, basically, this podcast is a mixture of ideas and a variety of topics, which equals mixture of variety. Get it? We have some intelligent listeners. You guys probably figured that out by now. And you probably also figured out by now that this podcast is a variety show podcast. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, a variety show podcast. Now, what does that mean? Some people might not know. Well, a variety show podcast means that we can talk about anything and everything. And we truly, truly do. No lies. No bullshit. I'm talking about We can talk about anything from mental health and addiction to having sex with gay midget aliens. Gay midget aliens, ladies and gentlemen. We talk about it all. Now, that is one extreme side of the spectrum to the other extreme side of the spectrum. But either way, we talk about it all. That's the point I'm trying to make. We talk about it all. We truly do. Now, obviously, we don't just talk about one extreme and the other extreme. There's a huge gap to fill. That's what he said. So, obviously, there's a lot in between that we talk about, too. Now, if I talked about, like I said, we have 150 episodes. If we made a list to talk about everything on every show and every podcast that we did, just making the list by itself, we'd be here all night. We'd be here all night. And that's not what we're trying to do. What I'm trying to do and what we are trying to do And what we do every single night, just to let you guys know, especially you newcomers, you newbies, you know what I'm saying? Your first timers, first time listeners, so you guys know what time it is. All we want to do is give a list of like 10 things of our highlighted shows that we talk about. And then you guys can go from there if you guys are interested or not. Okay, so we talk about it all, but this is just a kind of like a preview or whatever of our shows that we have done or shows to come, and a preview, meaning that if you go back to check us out on any of our platforms, what you'll get into, because it is a variety show podcast. Some of the topics that we talk about are, drum roll please, mental illness, mental health, addiction, sobriety, recovery, experiences in a halfway house or rehab, LGBT life, shouts to my LGBTIQA plus PTSD community, love yous relationships, current events and news. For the most part, we don't talk about what's on the mainstream media. There's too much shit that's going to stress you guys out and too much shit that you guys already know about. Everybody's trying to like get away from it and try not to even turn on the news. It's kind of hard to get away with it because I mean, it's hard it's to get away with it. It's kind of hard to get away from it because it's on social media and the news, radio, FM, series. It doesn't matter. Wherever you go, wherever you go, wherever you talk to, you're going to hear something about it. That's not The type of news that we report on and then we talk about. We find good news stories from around the globe that are never talked about and you have to actually research to go into and find out about. And we bring them to light and we talk about those. So that's when I say current events and news, that's what I'm talking about. Sex, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, indeed. You already know, of course, we're going to talk about sex on this show. Of course. Sex is dedicated to Friday and Friday is dedicated to sex. Yes, indeed. That is the show you do not want to miss live. If all the other shows you have to catch on the uploaded shows on Anchor or other platforms, it's fine. I get it. I get it. I get it. Kids, you know, gets in the way. Work gets in the way. I'm not sure if you guys heard, but there's like this pandemic or something going on. There's like this pandemic going on. You know, that gets in the way. There's a lot of shit that gets in the way. And a lot of people, I understand that if you can't catch the live show, especially because we do at 9 p.m. on Eastern, maybe that's a different time zone for you at 4 in the morning and you can't listen anyway. However, if you want to start the weekend off right, I strongly, strongly recommend that you stay tuned for the live show and you participate in the chat room for the live show. Every Friday at 9 p.m. It is dirty, it is raunchy, it is filthy, but it is extremely entertaining, extremely hilarious at times. No holes bar, uninhibited fun. We are completely unembarrassed to talk about anything and everything. And it is a fucking blast, I promise you that. You will not be disappointed. It is our most downloaded show, by the way. (sighs) Yep, it's pretty hot. Hip-hop, we also do talk about hip-hop. We just covered the the last versus TV battle, Gucci and G Z. That was amazing. That got so many downloads, and we covered it live. It was like a two-and-a-half-hour event. Uh, but we, we talk about hip-hop as much as possible. As you could tell, I got Tupac playing in the background. Tupac, who was also a big fan of Mike Tyson. They were, like, really good friends. So that's one of the reasons why I got Tupac playing in the background today. UFOs, aliens, conspiracy theories. Oh my God, I love conspiracy theories. You guys got to check out those shows. Random topics and so much more, but above all, ladies and gentlemen, above all, I promise you this, positive energy and laughs. Positive energy and laughs. That's what it's about. That's what this whole podcast is about. No matter what we're talking about, no matter what topic, no matter how heated it gets, no matter how dark it gets, no matter how thought-provoking it gets, regardless of what it is. Positive energy and laughs. I promise you that. Ali Parto in the chat room says, when is the live show? Every Friday? The live show right now, we just moved from Podbean. We were on Podbean. That's why he goes, don't know about us. We are back on CastBox live every night, Monday through Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern. So we will be back officially on CastBox. No more Podbean. Podbean did us well. We had over 11,000 downloads in seven months. So we were doing a damn thing over there, but now it's CastBox only for different reasons. And we will be on CastBox Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern. Shogun, thank you for the heart. Thank you for the heart. I appreciate that. All right, so this is the time of the show where I say I'm not a professional. These are just my thoughts, views, and opinions. I mean, honestly, I just have to say that just to say it because I don't want to get sued or whatever. And uh, I have to say allegedly all the time. I guess I have to mainly say that more like during our YouTube uh, video live podcast because um, that will be more of a situation where we could possibly get banned. But anyway, allegedly, and these are just my thoughts, views, and opinions, blah, blah, blah. What I'm trying to say is my this whole podcast is my thoughts, views, and opinions. You know what I mean? So what I basically do that if we are talking about a certain subject and I have to read out information off of a website... Or read from wherever. And I'm not just like pulling it. Out of my ass or off the top of my head. Which sometimes that does happen. Especially if we're talking about mental illness or addiction. Which I know a lot about. Because I suffer from both. Whatever it is I'm reading. I talk about and then I discuss it. Which is my views, thoughts, and opinions. Get it? Got it? Good. Brave butterfly in the building. Alright. So. The disclaimer, ladies and gentlemen. The disclaimer. If you are hypersensitive or get butt hurt easy, this podcast is definitely not for you. Sick and twisted dark humor, vulgar uncensored language, and politically incorrect conversations are just some of the things and fun you'll hear on Mixture of Variety. Which means listener discretion is definitely advised. Huh? huh? Oh, I can't hear yep, you. She's Where's awake. my glass? What there did you say, Granny? What? Huh? What up, Granny? Huh? All right, well, that is Granny, ladies and gentlemen. She is in our VIP spot, like always in the studio audience, and she's actually a third co-host. Yeah, that's right. It's me, Nikki P, and Granny, and you will catch her on some IG banners as well. She has Alzheimer's and dementia. She doesn't even know what a podcast is. She doesn't even know where she is at most of the time, and when she's here, she's sleeping 90% of the time. The air horn does wake her up, however. So she just woke up for a second, I guess. Yes, we're talking about you, Granny quick rundown about granny first of all she wilds out all the time like we caught her in the parking lot one time coming into the building and she was smoking toad like dmt shit before the show we also noticed that she was tatted neck to toe ladies and gentlemen this old lady is tatted neck to toe so we were like god damn this fucking lady's a hot mess well one day she came in Nikki p and i noticed that she was carrying a big ass fucking bag like a big ass bag I'm thinking in my head, what the fuck is she carrying? Like, is it because it's uh, sundowners and she has Alzheimer's? She's about to, like, light the place up with the M16? I don't know. I don't know. So we had to check it. Ladies and gentlemen, it was a three-foot dildo. Ah, Bye Yeah, it was a three-foot dildo, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, after Nikki P and I laughed for about 14 and a half minutes, we made it official. We had to make it official. We had to make her a co-host. This lady's too crazy, and she's here all the time anyway, and she's definitely not on the payroll. So we made her a seat in the VIP section of of the studio audience, and we just have to keep it moving. We have her on IG banners, like I said, and she is definitely a strong, intricate part of the show now, and everybody loves Granny. I can't hear you. The icing on the cake, I must say, the last thing I'll say about Granny is that her 100th birthday, she's 100, ladies and gentlemen, 100 years old, this lady. Smoking Toads had it up, it out with the three foot dildo. Her 100th birthday was on our 100th show. Her 100th birthday coincided with our 100th show. The stars and planets aligned and we had a huge celebration and it was epic. And that's how we knew we had to make her a co-host for sure. And that's the quick story of Granny, ladies and gentlemen. If you guys listen to us a bunch of times, you guys already know that, but Granny is the third co-host, and we love her to death. And she is a hot fucking mess. That lady is too much to handle. And ladies and gentlemen, I believe... I believe she went back to sleep. Oh, shit, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. We have some breaking news. And the breaking news comes in the form of a segment that we like to call... Mini Holidays! That's right, ladies and gentlemen. many holidays. Why? Because every day is a holiday. I like turtles. I like, I, like, I, like turtles. I, like, I like turtles. Yes, that is for Nikki P, who is not here for us with us tonight. But we do love turtles around here. Yes, we do. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So before we even get to the second segment, I must say pat yourself on the back. Because you made it this far. You are one of us. You are official. A lot of people don't even make it past the first segment of the show. Why? The disclaimer scares them away. Having sex with gay midget aliens scares them away. Granny's dildo, of course, that's going to scare people away. The show is not for everybody, but the strong will survive, and the strong has made it to the second segment of the show. I understand if you can't take it. There's a lot going on, and like Granny says, it's a lot to take in. So with that being said, pat yourself on the back and welcome, welcome, welcome if you didn't hear me scream over the breaking news music, basically what I was saying was, this is everybody's favorite segment of the show, Mini Holidays. Oh shit. Here we go again. Oh, fuck. I can't believe you've done this. Ain't nobody got time for that. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. It's that time again, ladies and gentlemen. What we believe here on Mixer sure of Variety, really, is that every day should be celebrated as a holiday, Right. Just to be on this planet, just to be alive, you know, just to be positive and be grateful and have a, a mind of gratitude all the time and celebrate it like it is a holiday. Have gratitude in your mind all the time. Be grateful for the things and the people and the places that you do have in your life instead of being resentful, hateful, envious, jealous for the things, people, or places that you don't have in your life. Right? Sounds good. Sounds easy. Well, it's not really easy, but sounds good, right? A lot better way to live. Live in Zen. Live much more peaceful, tranquil. But with that being said, there is actually things, and I say things because it's just the most random shit out there. Can't even, I can't even say what they are. There are actual things that are celebrated every single day. Now, they do have an origin. I'm not sure what the origin is. We don't look into that. We'd be here all night. But there's a list every single day of things that are celebrated. And we talk about it because most of the time they're funny, if not hilarious, if not completely random. And we'll just go from there. So it is November 25th, 2020. And I did say the date earlier. I'm proud of myself. And it is hump day. So, did you guys know that it was Blackout Wednesday? <laughs> it's actually Blackout Wednesday. I guess tonight is when a lot of people get blacked out drunk. It's also known as Black uh, Black Wednesday, Drinksgiving, Thanksgiving Eve, and Wacky Wednesday. Did you know more people drink from now to the next 24 hours than any, any time of the year? Even like New Year's? That's crazy. I didn't know that. I didn't realize that. That's news to me. I just found that out sep in the building. I probably said that wrong. My bad. So Blackout Wednesday. I mean, I don't know. Listen, I'm sober as fuck. I'm sober almost 20 months. In three days, it'll be 20 months. So I've been sober. I've been trying to do the sober thing for a minute now. If you guys are not sober, maybe you're not alcoholics. You know, Maybe it's one side of the spectrum to the other. Maybe you're somewhere in the middle. But if you just like to drink and have a party, like you know, 95% of the United States or the world, just be safe. That's all. Just be safe. I would say be more safe as far as like not being around partying, as far as like being around too many people without masks on and spitting in your face and breathing your air and everybody spreading, you know, COVID and then everything gets locked down even worse than it's already going to get locked down in January after the holidays anyway. You guys know that, right? You guys know after Thanksgiving and Christmas by mid-January it's going to be like you know they're going to say it's the most COVID cases that we've ever seen ever and it's the most deaths and it's the most this and it's the most this and it's off the charts and we have to lock down everything just be prepared because that's what that's what January is going to look like but it's all right because I can still podcast from my apartment so fuck all you if you're going to lock us down (laughs) all right so just be safe out there blase day it is blase day it kind of was blase weather here in New York. It was kind of cold, but it was kind of you know cloudy. It was kind of rainy towards the end of the day. I guess it could be a blase day. I guess if you didn't work, or even if you did work, <laughs> sometimes you just have those days at work where you're just like, yeah, this is gonna be a blase day. So, uh, boss, just leave me alone because I'm not doing shit today. That is a fact. International Day for the Elimination of Violence Against Women. Let me say that one more time for y'all's international day for the elimination of violence against women. Okay. I never heard about it. Never heard of it. However, that's a beautiful thing. I'm all about that for sure. Let's eliminate violence against women. Who would, you know, who wouldn't be for that? Sounds, sounds good to me. Actually, I believe last month was domestic violence month and, uh, Nikki P and I did two episodes, two full podcasts talking about domestic violence And um, we try to hit like what what the month is, you know, because they like October was also like breast cancer awareness month. It was also um, what else was it? Oh, it was LGBT history awareness month, you know, and then this um, November was Alzheimer's awareness month, which was great for granny. You know, she granny participated and she was with us while she was awake and it was really good for her. And we try to do that as well. But these are just individual days. National Family Caregivers Day. National Family Caregivers Day. That's cute. I like that. That's basically like, I guess, if you are too old, that you like, you know, you, you start needing help. Which I guess, you know, we'll all get to that point at some at some point in our life if we make it that far, if we're lucky. And then instead of like getting a nurse aide or a CNA or something like that. You actually get maybe a family caregiver that will take care of you. I'm assuming that's what it is. Oh, shit. Did I press that? Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, did you know that it's National Jukebox Day? It is National Jukebox Day. Jukeboxes are pretty cool. I always liked them. I always liked how they looked. Just crazy, like, how enormous they are compared to, like, a, you know, a iPod Nano. Like, when they came out, would be like, oh, well, this store's you know, a thousand songs. Oh, well, this store is 10,000 songs. And it's the size of a button. National Parfait Day, ladies and gentlemen. It's also National Parfait Day. Shopping Reminder Day. Shopping Reminder Day. I guess, you know, all you really have to put on that list is uh, Black Friday is in two days. And Cyber Monday is Monday. I think even with COVID, that's still going to be a shit show. They keep pushing back Black Friday anyway. Black Friday was like Black Friday. You have to be online at five five in the morning. And then it was like, well, just come really late Thanksgiving. And then it was like, well, come like midday Thanksgiving. And then I was just like, all right, well, Black Friday starts uh, Wednesday. Like today. They don't care about family and, you know, gatherings and the holiday. They just want the money. They just want people to buy. Taiwan on day. All right. It's Taiwan on day. Not sure what that is. And lastly, what do you love about American day? I'm sorry. What do you love about America day? What do you love about America day? Damn. Well, I can't get into that right now, but um, the name, the brand of America has just been ruined and stepped on and spit on. And a lot of nations don't respect us anymore. Nearly like they should. They, did like, you know, decades ago, but, you know, I still, I I still love it, I still love it for certain reasons, that, ladies and gentlemen, is many many holidays for November 25th, give it up one time, give it up one time. (laughs) All right, let's get right into it. Let's get right into it. Are you guys Mike Tyson fans? That is the question. Are you guys listening to this? Because you are a Mike Tyson fan. I'm hoping yes, and I'm thinking yes. If you're in the chat room, good luck. I appreciate you guys listening, of course. But if you're listening to this on uploaded show, especially Anchor.fm, Either way, did you click this because of that reason? I would think yes. So let's get right into it because now, like I said, three days from now, Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. In an epic, epic boxing match. They said pay-per-view already blew out records. Blew out records. Like no competition at all for pay-per-view. And you still have three days to do it too. There's going to be people that wait till you know tomorrow. People are going to wait till Friday. People are going to wait till Saturday because it doesn't start till 9 p.m. Eastern on Saturday. Either way, it's going to blow out all records. And we kind of figured that. I kind of figured that because, like I said, Mike Mike Tyson is coming back to boxing, and this is something that I never thought that I would see in my lifetime. Never. Um. 2005 I believe was his last bout his last match and he was definitely in a bad headspace it was something like he gave up or he didn't want to fight last minute it was something like that well then fast forward 15 years and how much has changed in his life is fascinating to say the least fascinating to say the least Um, We're going to get into some of it, so I don't want to talk too much, but, you know, what he did as far as, like, starting up a league of his own boxers, and what he did as far as um, taking care of himself again, like, after getting, like, going off the wagon and, like, quitting, you know, all drugs again, after being a fucking maniac addict, and then he was just smoking weed again for a little bit, and he was doing his um, hot boxing, podcasts I think that lasted like two years there's no like new new episodes now especially because he's been training for the last six months but either way you know so he's been doing a lot a lot of positive uh, positive things in his life going on and I'm very happy to hear that and the one thing that I was really intrigued by was when he said that he smoked toad which is like a molecule that's very similar to DMT like he said he's done DMT before like, Joe Rogan talks about it all the time, and they talk, They had a conversation about it. But I guess Toad is, like, even stronger, even to, like, the next level, like they call like, the God molecule. Either way, I'm not going to explain a whole podcast. I'm not going to say a whole podcast explaining what it is. You guys can look it up if you want. <laughs> Just put in Smoking Toad, and you'll see what pops up. But he said that really changed his life, too, because that changed his perspective on everything. Destroyed his ego. He realized that. He was just, you know, one with with everybody and everything. The ego meant nothing. And just how he explains it and how he went through life it made a huge change in how he portrays himself and how the public looks at him. And a lot of people look up for him, look up to him now, because, you know, before, like how they have anyone that's in the spotlight especially an athlete making that much money. They want to take you down any any possible way they can. They want to just tear you down, make you look like shit. So when he had like the rape charge and he was a fucking, you know, crazy cokehead, and he was doing all the shit and he had, you know, lines around him. They made him seem like he was a fucking psycho. He got the the face tat, you know, so once he stopped boxing after a while, they really shit on him. on him, on him, shit on him. Shit on him. Which is not surprising because that's just what they do. But now, they love to see the uprising. And this is definitely an uprising. This is a new Mike Tyson and in every single way. And now the icing on the cake is, wait, what? You're going to get in shape? Mentally and physically, you're going to get in shape to fight again? To fight again? In your mid-50s? I think he's fifty-four. Wow, this is a, this is amazing. This is a miracle, and I feel like everybody and their mom is going to be watching on Saturday night. Okay, so with that being said, here are eighteen interesting facts about Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson is a retired, well, not anymore, retired American professional boxer, and is the former youngest undisputed heavyweight champion of the world to win WBC. WBA and IBF heavyweight titles at 20. I looked up to this motherfucker when I was little. Oh my God, you have no idea. I was not even a boxing fan. It was more about like the, the lightning speed and his heavy hitting and knocking people out. Like no one, I wasn't a fan of boxing to be like, to watch like Mayweather bounce around, you know, for 12 rounds Tapping each other and hugging each other and then getting a disqualified or a, um, what is it called? The decision at the end. That's not, I, I don't like boxing for that. I'm not watching boxing for that. My main thing was, and I don't even like boxing, I was just watching Mike Tyson knock the fuck out of people. He was knocking people out in the first round. He was knocking people out. The thunderous punches and the lightning speed. Okay, so number one, rags to riches. Did you guys know this? Michael Gerald Tyson, or Mike Tyson, was born on June 30th, 1966, in Brooklyn, New York. Bed-Stuy, actually, to be exact. To Jimmy, Kirkpatrick, and Laura Tyson. When he was two years old, his father left the family, which led to a financial crisis. He had an elder brother, Rodney, and an elder sister, Denise, who died in 1990. Okay. That's all fun and games. Did you guys know that he was arrested 38 times till he reached 13 years old, ladies and gentlemen? Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. He was arrested 38 times before he reached 13 years old. When small he was often a soft target of bullying to overcome this he made his style of street fighting which resulted in criminal activity. Till he reached 13 he had been arrested around 38 times. Probably lost probably lost count by that time really. Probably just lost count. All right, so take a wild guess number 3. Guess who motivated him for boxing. I guess it's the person that he looked up to and the one that he maybe wanted to start boxing because of maybe you guessed it muhammad ali when tyson was imprisoned in his younger days boxing legend muhammad ali visited the locked up visited the lockup where he was serving time he guided him to pursue a career in boxing and gave him the direction to embrace his boxing dreams that's pretty incredible That's pretty incredible. All right, so then he was adopted by Cus D'Amato in 1980. His counselor and boxer coach, Bob Stewart, introduced him to legendary box boxing manager Constantine, or Cus D'Amato, with whom he had a coach he had a coach father son relation relation. Okay. I guess he was with him for a very long time because he even mentions him on his podcast and whatnot. If you guys want to check that out, I definitely recommend you checking him out, too. We talked about some intense shit. Uh, they still have episodes on YouTube. Uh, Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson, his podcast. Um, yeah, he was with this guy forever. He was with this guy for like a couple decades. And he um, anytime Mike Tyson is getting interviewed, he always says that he owes a lot to him. Okay. Number five, a loss that he couldn't recover in his lifetime. In 1982, his mother, Lorna Tyson, died of cancer, after which Cus D'Amato became his legal guardian. So not only was he his boxing coach, Cus D'Amato was Tyson's boxing coach, after his mother died, he took on to become his legal guardian. Now that's intense. Now you're training somebody to fight like you want your own son to fight, and I guess he had his own way of doing it in his own special, te- you know, specialty moves and techniques and whatever it was to actually uh, take him to the next level. So that leads us to number six: professional debut. In 1985, he started his professional career against Hector Merse- Mercedes in Albany, New York. Tyson knocked him out in one round by his sheer strength, quick fists, and defensive skills. After this, he got the nickname he got the nickname, sorry. Iron Mike. Yeah, I would think so. You're starting out as a professional career. You know, people don't really really know who you are, maybe like from, you know, word of mouth from wherever, but not like professional. And then you get in the round, you get in the ring and you knock him out in one round. That definitely put a lot of attention towards him. And by that, after that day, everybody knew who he was. Everybody knew who Iron Mike was. All right, this is something I definitely did not know. Refrained from sex for five years. Can you imagine that? As a young, dedicated boxer, he refrained from sex for five years to become a champion of the world. As he believed that it, sex, would make him a fragile boxer. Wow. I never heard anything like that. I did hear um, a lot of reasons why you should not. Have an orgasm, I guess, because you like. I heard a whole bunch of things. You release uh, creativity, and you're just like not as 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 motivated, and you're not like, blah blah blah. All these things I heard over the years. But he went w- without sex for five years. I mean, that's dedication. If you can be dedicated with your intense physical and mental and spiritual workout as far as becoming a boxer and getting in shape to box and being the heavyweight champion of the world. I guess you really have to control your mind to do things like that. You know, like where normal people would just be like, no way, I can't do that. All right, you guys already know about this one. His notorious ear bite. <laughs> His notorious ear bite. Oh, my, my, my. I feel like that made world news that night. In 1997, he bit Boxer of Vander Holyfield's ear in a heavyweight champion fight, after which he was disqualified, and Holyfield won... The match, but posted the black mark on his sportsmanship. Well, obviously Holyfield did win. Mike Tyson was just saying that he uh, was getting headbutt a lot. I think that's how he just like explained it, or at least like, you know, tried to tried to make it seem that it wasn't, you know, as I, he did, He definitely said that it was intentional, but maybe he, like, um, validated it like that or tried to. But, yeah, that was insane. That was insane. Now, if he was getting in the ring with him instead of Roy Jones Jr. on Saturday. That would break the internet, even though it's not really on the internet. It's on pay-per-view, but you get what I'm saying. That would break the world. That's another really thing, too. What I was thinking, like, Roy Jones Jr., out of all these fighters, I, you know, I don't know. I guess they just offered him a check, and he was the one to say yes, because I think he got offered a couple other people that were interested, but then, like, at first, Mike Tyson wasn't interested, and then they gave him someone else, and then he just wasn't, you know, ready. And then I think even for the Roy Jones Jr. fight, they were originally going to have it, like, the week before Halloween or some shit. And it, would just, it wasn't promoted as well as it was supposed to be promoted. And also gave them longer to get in shape, you know, to be in, like, boxer shape. So that was good for both of them, but I think it was a great move to do it on Thanksgiving weekend. I'm very, very excited, as you guys can probably tell, you know, but... I really wonder if it's going to be like a fight or is it going to be dancing around like a Mayweather fight? I don't think so. I don't, I really don't think so. I've seen them I've seen both of them train on on Instagram and it looked like they were fucking explosive beasts. That it was not going to be like that, you know. I don't think it's going to be a one round thing either, although that would be fucking amazing. <laughs> that would be fucking amazing if Tyson knocks out Roy Jones in the first in the first round that would be I feel like the only reason the only way that that would happen is that if they paid Roy Jones to do that and I don't think they would do that I don't think they would like throw the fight like that you know what I mean that would be that'd be whack as fuck if they did that It's it's an exhibition fight anyway it's only like eight rounds or something like that so we'll see we'll see what happens anyway it's gonna be extremely exciting All right, so when he was, this is number nine, his affection for pigeons. When he was 10 years old, he spent $100 on a flock of pigeons. But since then, his love for birds has never faded away. He even hosted on Animal Planet show, on Animal Planet show, about the birds called Taking on Tyson. Oh, that's interesting. Never heard of that. Didn't know that existed. I did know that he was really a fan of the of the pigeons, though, for sure. He does talk about them a lot. Like on the podcast or if he's on somebody else's podcast or whatever. I just love seeing the maturity and the growth. Um, Hearing him talk now. Than even. A decade ago. You know. It's very. It's very good to see that the maturity i mean yes he's in his 50s but i mean like before he was talking about like eating kids children and you know doing whatever with with women and not giving a fuck and doing all these drugs and like he just really changed his life and it's really um it's really great to see shouts to the people that just came in the room rape allegations yeah let's talk about this rape allegations this was a big one in 1991, a Miss Black American, a Miss Black America contestant, char- um, charged that Tyson raped her. After which he was arrested, then imprisoned for six years, but was released after three years. Maybe for good behavior or just because he was Mike Tyson. Who knows? Either way, yeah, that was a big one. That was a big one because I think there was one of his wives too, Robin. What was her name? quivers or something um, said that he um, he assaulted her like sexually so this rape charge was definitely huge and this was blown up in the media um, 100% this was big for him but then you think too like is it just something just because that she said just because he's Tyson and she wanted like a shit lot of money and knew that he had a lot of money That is definitely a possibility. You never know. You never know. Number 11. I definitely didn't know this one. WWE Hall of Fame. I'm not sure why he was in there, but in 2012, Tyson was inducted by Triple H and Shawn Michaels into the WWE Hall of Fame. All right. Good to know. Uh Shogun says Robin oh Gibbons, yeah. I got I'm thinking of um who am I thinking of? Howard Stern's Robin. Right that Howard Stern and Robin quivers or something. Anyway, it's a Robin. I got the Robin right. Thank you for uh clearing that up. Okay. Tyson's parody. I mean he's drawn exactly like him with the you know with the tattoo on his face and the gap uh, In his teeth. But if you guys didn't know. The boxing character of Dredrick Tatum. In the Simpsons. Was created to be a a parody of Mike Tyson. Of course obviously. If you guys saw it. You would know what I'm saying. Posh Pets. Number 13. He has unusual pet likings. As he has three. Royal Bengal Tigers on which he spends $4,000 a month. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? I mean, how cool is that? I've heard him talk on the podcast where he says that they used to sleep next to him and they, I mean, like, these are, you have to be trained to a point where, like, you're not gonna, you know, even in your, as your, as your owner, you're not gonna just, like, swat with the claws out and you're and you're gone, like, you're dead. We you have, like, 60 stitches to the face, just rip your face off, you know, but he was, yeah, he was always playing with them. He was always messing around with them, you know, having them sleep in the bed and everything like, and that was just another thing that, you know, got the media like involved into making Mike Tyson seem like that. He was a lunatic, that he was a fucking lunatic. He was crazy. Shogun says, you know, Kobe had similar, Charges with minor and brought the family off. I think Mike was railroaded. Yes, I think you're right. Absolutely, I think you're right. It's so scary. What do you do in that situation? If you're just a celebrity, you have so much money, you just know like somebody could just say something. I mean, like even somebody like Bill Cosby, right, who actually did a lot of that shit, even if it was like half of them, like the other half, that came in and complained, like, I wonder how much money they got. Or just saying, I'm going to tell if, you know, you didn't do shit to me. I just spent the night with you. But let me tell you right now, if you don't throw me, you know, like 10 grand, then I'm going to the police for something. I was just watching uh, Mike Epps stand up and he was talking about that. He was like, if you go to sleep with a white girl and you wake up and she's crying, you're going to the penitentiary. <laughs> but he was like, but a black girl you might be able to negotiate with. The black girl wakes up and, you know, do whatever. And then she's going to be like, all right, listen, just give me 1500 and I won't say nothing. You know, it's pretty it's pretty funny, but it's also fucked up because it's true. If I was a celebrity, I would just have um, sex robots that just, you know, talk to me and and please me and pleasure me, but they wouldn't say anything. Or maybe they would, too. You know what I mean? Maybe the robots would just be like, contacting 911. I'd be like, what the fucker? Like, unplug the bitch. Oh, man. Oh, the thing with Kobe was aimless. so it was really bad. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Alright, so did you guys know this? Number 14, even richer than Michael Jordan for one, Well, for a while. For once. In 1990, he overtook Michael Jordan as the highest paid athlete in the world that year, with $28.6 million earning. But due to his spoiled life, he was dropped from $300 million to bankruptcy in 2003. That's some crazy shit. And now has a net worth of $1 million. Well, this is a little old because I believe it's $3 million now. And I believe uh, that's going to go up even higher after the fight. Just saying. But, yeah, I mean, come on. I see for that year, and I see, like, he was just getting his career, like, getting going. And he was knocking people out. And he was on all the magazines. And he was to talk with the town. But to drop from $300 million to bankruptcy. I mean, you know, the amount of money that he had to pay to, like, lawyers. Not only just, like, of, of people that are going to, like... We're going to talk and say shit or whatever. But, like, maintaining his homes and, you know, the jewelry and the cars and all that is one thing. But, like, the amount of money that he had to pay, like, lawyers and shit all the time. Like, all the time. Shogun says, Robin Gibbons took him to the cleaners. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I feel like she's still getting, like, checks from him. Maybe not. Hopefully not. Hopefully, hopefully hopefully not number 15 and the final fight in 2005 this was this was pretty sad and this why this is why well let me read it first in 2005 he had his last match against Irish heavyweight champion Kevin McBride although he battled in the first two rounds but was unable to land more than punches more punches in the third and fourth and lost by technical knockout that was his last fight the champ the champ. The the number one heavyweight boxer in the world, the youngest, Iron Mike Tyson. One of my idols. Can't go out like that. You can't go out like that. That can't be your last fight. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is not his last fight. And hopefully this Saturday won't be his last fight either. I mean, who the fuck knows? Maybe people just boxing in their 50s is like a normal thing now. I don't know. Who who knows? Who knows? Who knows? What I do know is that 15 years fucking later, it's going the fuck down. Return to sports production. Number 16. After retiring, Tyson started a production company called Iron Mike Productions in 2013. Its main motive is to promote boxing and to feature championship fights, followed by musical performances. You see what I'm saying? This is a beautiful thing. This is when I'm t- like around like 2010 is when shit really got real and shit really started to change for Iron Mike. And within the last 10 years, it's just been like I feel like God is just blessing him because he's giving back and he's he lost his ego and he's just doing whatever he can do to help others. And I think he knows. That as much as important as this fight is to him i don't i think he also knows that his fans and everybody wants this to happen as well and appreciate the fact that he's doing this you know what i mean because he's not just doing it for himself 100 percent. no way no fucking way that ego from when he was 20 years old gone he's not doing it to prove anything he's not doing it to. you know what i mean like he's not that's not the mentality that he's in he's doing it like for the fans and then also just knowing that when you can get to that point where you're training not to just get in shape, you're training to be a fucking heavyweight, you know, like a boxer, you're you're getting into boxer training mode mentally, spiritually, and physically. He knows it's going to be a lot, but I know for sure that he's not going to lose. I know for sure that he's not going to lose. Then if he wants to retire, <laughs> that's fine. Come back when you're seventy-one and fight again, that's fine. What up, print? That'll be fine. Number 17, marriage is a roller coaster. Mike Tyson has been married three times and has had eight children. Eight children. In nineteen eighty eight, he married actress Robin Givens. Hey. There you go, Shogun. Who divorced him with allegation of violence, spousal abuse, and mental in- instability. In nineteen ninety seven, he married Monica Turner. And had two children, Rhina and Amir, but divorced in 2003. In 2009, 11 days after the death of his daughter, Exodus. Okay, that's horrible. He married his longtime girlfriend, Lakia Spicer. And this marriage helped his cause. I believe they're still married. I want to say they're still married because he always says that now he's been in a relationship for a very long time. And he's just so happy that they found each other and the universe connected them and all that stuff. All right, lastly, ladies and gentlemen, lastly, number 18, a legend deserves these. He was inducted with several awards, such as Ring Magazine Fighter Award, BBC Sports Personality of the Year Award, Ring Magazine Prospect of the Year Award, and Doctor in inhuman, inhumane Letters from Central State University. And they say, etc. I'm sure there was even more than that. I really feel like I really feel like um the change that he made in himself over the years I think is even more inspiring than seeing him box when I was 14 years old, you know what I mean? I think the just seeing the change and where he's at in his life because I'm all about that too i'm all about that even if you have to take three steps forward and you take two steps back you have that one extra foot forward that you're still going in the right direction and that's what i'm about you know what i'm saying that's what i'm about if you guys listen enough you'll know that i suffer with mental illness i suffer with uh addiction and i'm in recovery and other things too but you know i just i love doing stories like this just because i love mike tyson obviously but doing stories like this just to show you know, to give you guys motivating hope and inspiration and whatnot because we do talk about that a lot on the show. And hopefully you guys will stay tuned and get to know that that we do talk about that. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, that was eighteen interesting things about iron Mike Tyson time. <laughs> All right, so we are going to end it there. We are already in overtime, so I definitely appreciate you guys listening. Shogun, everybody in the room. And make sure you listen to us tomorrow. It should still be at 9. I don't want to break that chain because we usually go 9 p.m. all the time, 9 p.m. Eastern. However, it is Thanksgiving, so it might be a little bit later. It might be 10 o'clock. I'm not sure. If you follow us on CastBox, you will know that. And also, if you follow us on IG, because like I said earlier, if you follow us on Instagram, at Mixture Variety, the name of the show, at Mixture of Variety. That way you'll know what we're talking about hours before the show. It's a gratitude show. I already told you about that. We're going to be talking about gratitude. But you also know exactly what time it is. If it's going to be 9 or 10 o'clock. And then we'll go from there. So that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening. I'm very excited about the fight. You know, I'm going to be talking about it again before then, I'm sure, uh, between now and Saturday. I'm very excited, and we shall see what happens. This is your boy and your host, Patient Zero, signing off for the night. See you guys tomorrow. Happy Thanksgiving.